1: Good morning. It's now 9.37 this Wednesday morning, the 7th of October. You're listening to The s and Show with me, Melissa, Julian and Chuang. Today, we're going to discuss Peter Schiff's views on what he reckons is the real state of the US economy. In fact, this perma bear uh, says that not only will the Fed not tighten, in fact, it will go the opposite um, end of the spectrum. It will introduce a fresh round of monetary easing.
2: Yeah, so uh, we don't—we're not referring to a bear that's burrowed himself into the <laughs> untouched, <untuptical, laughs> so wh- snow. So who is this guy? Uh, yeah, so he's this financial analyst, um, uh, TV author, kind of like global strategist guy. He runs a fund called Euro Pacific, and he's a—he's a permanent bear, hence the moniker Perma Bear." And he's called, um, ob, you know, oblivion on, on a number of things: U.S. housing prices, uh, consumer prices, hyperinflation. He's—he's he's called on, um, you know, um, the collapsing bond bubble, collapse in the value of the U.S. dollar. So you know, he—he's. He's one of those Austrian school of economics guys. Mm-hmm.
0: Austrian, huh? Austrian, not, yeah. not American. Not American. <laughs> he follows <laughs> that school of thought. I think there is a more sinister, bigger, uh, more ominous picture that is being suggested here because uh, while you may be able to like call what the Fed is going to do, what the Fed's next move is, whether there's a rise or a fall in interest rates and likely to be a fall as all these uh, conspiracy theorists put together would, would call it, right? But the bigger picture is that uh, if there's an interest rate reduction and uh, the economy doesn't move, and in fact, if the economy actually uh, goes further into a recession, then uh, the world is in a very, very big problem. Uh, ammunition would run up, the value of money would decrease, and it may actually represent another crash uh, to asset prices. Okay,
1: wait, wait, wait. Back up there a minute. Because not a month ago, Janet Yellen was telling the world that the US economy was in recovery mode. So are we talking about the US economy being in recession mode now? Is it closer to recession or recovery?
2: Well, in the, n- in the number of weeks since then, we've seen things like uh, the September jobs report, which has been abysmal. We've seen the collapse of the commodity complex and how Glencore lost something like 25-30% of its value. We've also seen things like um, um, uh, the the downgrade in Brazilian uh, um, bond ratings and the resultant um, avalanche of downgrades, informal downgrades on other emerging market countries like South Africa, Turkey. Uh, as well as Malaysia. Now, I think we now trade it somewhere uh, just north of a junk bond status, or around about there.
0: So so you contrast all those, uh, uh, the gloomy picture that you've just painted uh, with what is happening with corporate po- profits, right? For the third quarter of 2015, American corporate f- profits have risen 175%. The S&P 500 uh, so far uh, has risen about 147%, right? There is this... Uh, a dichotomy between what's happening in the real economy and what's happening to financial assets. So it's very dangerous that uh, economic policy and the kind of monetary policy that comes out from quantitative easing, uh, lower interest rates, zero interest rates, or even negative interest rates is not having an effect on the economy, but finding its way into ever, ever greater inflated asset prices. So what is the next move uh, Is what people are asking uh, If the the QEs Have no longer Have any effect Will there be A, a huge crash Well in just look at The
2: American experience guys Because what What is now an Four and a half trillion dollars Of um, assets On the Fed balance sheets mm-hmm. uh, what's, What have they got To show for it um, Something like Ninety four million Americans out of jobs um, In fact not even In the job market Because they're not, they're not Even counted by The Bureau of Labor Statistics You've got something Like fifty million Americans on food stamps And they're queuing up In food kitchens To collect their uh, food, essentially, you've got something like, um, in fact, there is no wage growth and whatever jo- jobs have been added has been dialed back in terms of revisions backwards on, on, I think August numbers have been dialed back. Yeah. September, uh, I think they were expecting something like, you know, 230,000 jobs, something like 140,000 were actually added and of those jobs that were added, a lot of them are part-time jobs, yeah, clerical jobs, of jobs as well, right, you know. Yeah. So the thing is, we um, what have, what has the fed got to show for all this not much right
1: okay so the fed is kind of stuck in this weird place right so it can't raise rates because the economy is not as as strong as it would like to think well
2: the window is closed it could have you know a
1: couple of weeks could it could, ago, it could have the last at the last september meeting but october meeting probably markets are saying that's not going to happen even uh, the token rate rise that we we were all talking about we were all expecting um, sometime this year that's kind of you know kind of still up in the air right so wait rate 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 rise is perhaps not an option anymore uh, QE as we know hasn't materialized in the way that the um, hasn't had the trickle-down effect that the, the Fed wants so what what is left for the Fed are we talking about leaving it at zero or taking it down to even negative as we seen in some European countries
0: well, this may be actually something that's beyond the Fed uh, because there is still something that is left behind and that's the F-word, right? The fiscal policy. Oh, <laughs> uh, so, so, something <laughs> Something that's uh, left to governments to do uh, whereby uh, they can spend on the economy, uh, spending into real economy. But it's not just uh, blind spending, right? You've got to spend into the right sectors, into things that matter, into education. Uh, America is also going through unprecedented inequality if people like uh, Tomar Piketty are to be believed and uh, a lot of Very liberal, left-leaning, progressive uh, NGOs are saying uh, inequality is uh, unprecedented at the moment. So you got to spend, you got to give money to the poor so that they can spend uh, to revive the economy as well. Um, Actual infrastructure spending, ASEAN is doing that. We saw a report today that uh, seven trillion US dollars of infrastructure is to be spent. The other thing is that there there is about two trillion dollars of. Profits or cash stashed away by American companies. Ah. And could this be a privatized version of the QE if you make them uh, bring back that cash? Right? Well, you brought up two yeah. points,
2: right? Number one is the structural reform. They're not
0: emerging markets have
2: done not the americans have done they've just preferred to take the easy money and the sugar route and basically you know liquidated themselves into ecstatic uh, heaven right uh, mm-hmm. it, it's, it's very easy to just take the money and and, and run with it and that's basically what the uh, financial markets have done just on that point is all well, people like professor Margaret kennedy bless us all she's dead now um, but she said that basically the, the wealth divide between the haves and the have-nots get pronounced year by year whenever there's easy money because people with assets and people with paper assets real estate assets they can collateralize those assets and just borrow more money at basically zero interest rates to buy more assets whereas those on the wage queue they just get further deeper and deeper into the into that because the value of their money just dissipates, yeah. right? Which, um, which is
0: why all of us have to invest
2: if we can. Correct and diversify, Mister <laughs> uh, Long Term. <laughs> yeah, it's so true. It's, it's, no, it's true. I, I, yeah, so, I mean,
0: it, I, I mean, investing options are made easier and easier by the day, right? You can invest now, even if you have hundred ringgit yeah. or fifty. Ringgit. You, don't you don't need have to no be a choice, but yeah, to you, invest. Yeah, you, have got to invest. You got to be a part of that investing class. Well, that's the thing because the central bank policy has penalized
2: and penalized greatly people who have held cash and cash used to be king, yeah. right?
0: But now, if you're holding into the US, you're getting, what, 0.25% a year? It's ridiculous. Well, something is, is still king uh, because if you believe that uh, if you're going to be a permanent bank, I'm not sure what Peter Schiff is recommending in terms of how you spend your money or how you invest your money, uh, cash may be it, right? Well, that's the problem because of the, the, the basement of fiat currencies, paper
2: currencies, Peter Schiff's is long, long-term view, maybe even longer than yours, maybe not as long, <laughs> Jules. <laughs> really? Is that possible? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> is, is that basically paper money will be worth nothing because if you have the latitude just to just print it whenever you need it, right? eventually people
0: are just going to uh, believe it's, as, it's worth as much as a Zimbabwean dollar, which well, is not to you, say a lot. You have deflation going on right now. So deflation actually puts back, uh, uh, it allows your money to buy more stuff right mm-hmm. so I- even if you hold money and m- the the value of money is kind of depreciating but you you got deflation there so uh, you're you're making in effect you by doing nothing you're actually making money you can buy more stuff right but if you held stocks for instance you're liable to uh, the potential of a crash.
1: Yeah, well, well, you're exposed to that kind of vulnerability, the volatility. Isn't uh, Peter Schiff uh, uh, bullish on gold? Isn't gold bug? Yeah, in,
2: in fact, and here is where a slight conflict occurs because under his, his fund, Euro Pacific, he's also a, a vendor of gold, mm. right? And uh, a lot of people, um, with an Armageddon-like uh, scenario for the future, they have been hoarding physical assets and gold coins, silver coins. In fact, you can see the price of silver has been going up steadily the last few uh, months. Right, and there's a school of thought that p- you know people have a stash, something like three to four percent of the portfolio in silver coins in the sack in their house in physical because they they need that to buy food or whatever uh, when. The financial system collapses, then that's, that's what they deploy.
0: There's that, also the argument that uh, central banks are also uh, underweighted into gold. So China, for instance, uh, people believe that they have understated their gold reserves and China may uh, given their uh, uh, stance to want to increase their prominence of the Chinese Yuan, may accumulate actually a lot more gold. So, the supply of gold is actually very limited uh, and uh, yeah. therefore, even though the price has fallen from close to $2,000 per ounce right now to about one thousand below 1200 <laughs> an ounce uh, pe- some of these people feel that it's safer to put some money into gold and, in and fact, into other things like in bitcoins right?
1: in fact bitcoins
0: China has been
2: decreasing its holdings of T-bills and I think now it sounds either on par with Japan or slightly less in Japan in their holdings of T-bills their gold holdings, just they just started declaring their gold holdings until a few months ago. And a lot of people felt that they were under-declaring their gold holdings, just as how they're over-declaring their GDP growth. So <laughs> not many people really believe the Chinese numbers, right?
1: <laughs> okay, I've got to come back to Bitcoins and Gold. Uh, we're going to talk more about this, also the state of the US economy, and what this all means for stock markets here, coming up on BFM 89.9. Good morning. It's now 9:50 a.m. Melissa Chuang and Julian here on the S and M Show. We were discussing a bit earlier Peter Schiff's views on what he reckons the real state of the U.S. economy, um, the fact that the Fed could not tighten. In fact, will will uh, opt for more quantitative easing. Now, Peter Schiff is um, an Uber bull or a, a, a gold bug, uh, so to speak. And we were talking a little bit about how you need to have some gold in your portfolio, even some bitcoins. Jules, tell us more about
0: that. Well, you see, uh, you you got to go back a step back and think why is gold so valuable right you can't eat it you can't put it in your car to as fuel to run it and it doesn't give you any dividends. so why are people holding gold right uh, it's because uh, through the generations and through the millennial millenniums uh, it has been trusted is now a trusted commodity and it stores uh, value a lot of value. So why not create something along the same uh, characteristics? And Bitcoin is it, uh, right? Uh, the supply of gold is limited, so is the supply of Bitcoins. Uh, 21 million is the li- upper limit that they would allow for Bitcoins. Uh, at the moment, that's 15 million. It is very hard to mine. Like gold, uh, Bitcoins is also getting more and more expensive to mine. So, um, And if you look at the price of Bitcoins, they have actually stabilized uh, in the past year or so. Uh, uh, very similar to the price behavior of gold as well. So... Uh, the question is why not hold into something as ridiculous and as uh, conjured and created as bitcoins right i mean you're you're printing money right you're you're going to the presses and printing money. Uh, bitcoin seems to have a lot more respectability. Well, the than wiggle
2: Vos brothers would agree with you I, I don't because I think that, and ultimately bitcoin, uh, whether you're you know, mountain Gox or whatever right um, bitcoins are limited by voluntary nature because. You can you can create more bitcoins into the system, where right? you cannot just create gold. Gold is is
0: arrived at and you it's, can't it's you can't voluntary create bitcoins. Ha- you got go to go through the yeah, mining. You, you the got to go through the mining process. You got It's an algorithm. It's you got to solve tough mathematical. Correct, but equations. it's an
2: algorithm which <laughs> can be amended. That's the thing. The gold Major is an algorithm. <laughs> no.
0: You have got to assemble the machines. You got to risk men to but go there's into the mines to. There is only a certain amount
2: of gold in the ground in the world. There see. is only a certain amount of bitcoins. <laughs> Twenty one million. I, well, yeah, but algorithms can be amended. You ask Google to do it. I'm sure they'll no, find a way to do a, it. No, they can't. It's
0: an open source community. Just like you can't amend uh, the standards of gold mining, they have created something now where the mining standards cannot be amended. Uh, you have this community of uh, tech people sitting <laughs> around very, very expensive computers. Each one of them guarding the other from, uh, you know, cheating. You right. tell that old Chinese man on Chulia Street in Penang with a gold tooth in his mouth. The old Chinese Whether man is not <laughs> running Uber. He's not <laughs> running WhatsApp. Right? You ask this, him. This is the you future. You ask him where
2: he's putting his excess cash. He's not buying bitcoins, mate. He's buying gold. coins. Well, a but, lot of people are. He? A lot of people the are. Should, are. Is should yeah. he? Should yeah. he? be holding old-fashioned. I wouldn't yeah. go near, I wouldn't touch it with a ten-yard pole because look at the vicious
0: volatility in Bitcoin values. Have you seen one, yeah? the price of gold? <laughs> have you have you seen How the price of gold Has fallen
1: Is it because right. It's not tangible Chuang yeah. is, yeah, is that what th- it is as well. And oh have you, can you can.
0: seen How much money They've printed So how, how is bisco- Bitcoin less respectable Than I, these I instruments don't know, It, it yeah. might
2: be psychological Because yeah. I can't put A Bitcoin in my mouth And bite in it right? Where's Neither that? can you do That with You know how Li Chong bites it <laughs> On his metal You <laughs> yeah. can't do that With a Bitcoin <laughs> Call me old-fashioned, you know.
1: <laughs> okay. The world has gone virtual, Chong. Don't, don't be a luddite. <laughs> okay, so we may not see the days of the Federal Reserve. No,
0: but but the whole point the whole point of this actually, uh, uh, surprisingly, Chong, is not to go against you. It's no. I, I, it's I love the fact that we go against each it's other. Just it's <laughs> just to highlight how ridiculous money printing it has become. So has. people have in fact come out with a more ridiculous idea in the form of bitcoins yeah. to rival uh, the position of. the that of money and gold and mm-hmm. so on right mm-hmm. so it is particularly that point rather than uh, for for me to advocate uh, yeah. the idea of buying into correct. bitcoin correct and so i like the way you yeah. said ridiculous because it's yeah. true because you have bitcoin alternatives right. right and that's the
2: thing if you can if you cannot amend the algorithm to a bitcoin you can amend you can start another algorithm which is even more difficult and which will be another alternative but you cannot have a gold alternative
1: okay so i'm going to have to Pull you guys back to the original <laughs> from, topic from of Martian discussion sphere? from from what was initially quantitative easing to suddenly Bitcoin mi- Bitcoin mining. But let's um, we promised at the start of the show that we would say what this all means for stock markets. Peter Schiff's views, what this means um, up for quantitative easing or, or raising rates. In, in fact, so John, so you want to sum this it up? So his
2: scenario is very simply this. Much of the reason why f- uh, capital has flowed out of emerging markets in the last few months has been the specter of rising interest rates, thanks to the Federal Reserve's tightening timetable. Now that is off the table for at least 2015, probably 2016, and in Chief's view, never. The flow of funds will reverse westwards back towards the emerging markets, uh-huh. and uh, that's east. Never mind. R- sorry, <laughs> sorry. What well east? We if, if look at ris- yeah, Brazil, yeah. or Russia, whatever direction, you know. But I mean, the point is from DMs back into EMs, from developed markets back into emerging markets. And we've seen the last four days, and well, bar yesterday's mixed close in the US, um, commodities have been recovering, emerging markets have been recovering. Um, Malaysia as well, uh, in in fact, has been, in, in fact, now it's up again. So that would make it five days in a row.
0: Wow. Yeah, uh, to me, I think uh, to summarize all of what Chuang has said, which I uh, tried to summarize uh, P- Peter Schiff as well, um, which is that markets will go up. Yeah, markets will go up. will go up very strongly before it may uh, run the risk of going down very s- sharply as well. And the title of uh, his this article, the paper, is actually very good. It says... Uh, the Fed has created a bad is good economy, mm-hmm. right? So bad news becomes good news, and good news actually becomes bad news.
1: Yeah, I do agree. Yeah. It is the, the situation we're, we're facing now. You've been listening to the SNM show on the morning run with Julian Eng, Kusu Chuang and me, Melissa Idris. Just to go on your last point there that, um, you know, the markets is just kind of up for play at the moment, uh, I have a song perfect for that. Here's Anything Can Happen by Ezra Furman to take you to the 10 o'clock news on BFM 89.9.